Welcome to the Bhagavad Gita for Everyday Living podcast series by Gautam Ji, Senior Disciple of Swami Parthasarthi. In today's podcast on Chapter 3, Verse 13, Gautam Ji explains how one can perform sattvic or righteous action. Yagnya Shishta Ashina, very interesting statement. The remnants of sacrifice. So he calls the sattvic people, the righteous who eat what remains after a sacrifice. And if you do that, sarva kilbishai muchyante, you are free from all sins. Now again, this needs to be understood. Take it literally. Yes, whatever remains after it burns, you eat it. You get stomachache. You won't be free from sin. You can't take it literally. But those sinners who cook for their own sake, Atma Karana means selfish, eat sin. It's a fabulous construction. So, in other words, now he comes to the Rajasik. When you eat for your own, cook for your own sake, why do you cook? Why does a person cook? To eat, to enjoy. But when you cook for your own sake, he says, instead of enjoyment, you eat sin. So, sin, this word, papa, agham, these are all means sin. If you have not heard this before, I have explained to you repeatedly, those who have been coming, sin is not in the action. Sin is in the reaction. In other words, sin is a state of mind. So when the mind is agitated, disturbed, philosophically you are said to be in sin. So Atman, God, Self is the state of infinite bliss and peace. Anything opposed to that state of divinity is said to be sinful because when you are not in the state of bliss, you are agitated. So philosophically speaking, any agitation or disturbance is considered sin. It's a simple derivation because the state of divinity is free from agitation. So anything opposed to God is called the devil. These are all the picturizations. These are all the symbols in the scriptures. God, you know, philosophically, it means Godhood is bliss. Devil is agitation. And where does agitation come from? Desires. Therefore, in every religion, desire is personified as the devil between human and God. As simple as that. There is no devil standing somewhere. Waiting to hit you. It means mental agitation. Desire. So human minus desire equals God. 
So God covered by desire, covered by agitation is a human being. So who are you? Now you know a self-introduction today. God covered by agitation. This is true. So remove all that agitation. You get to self-realization. So simple, no? <laughs> Why you come week after week? I don't know. Just remove the agitation. That's it. That's the whole science. How to do that? It's a lot of effort, time, understanding. So, what you don't realize is the current state you are in is bad enough because you already covered your divinity with desire. But how you are making the problem worse is when you act on these desires. So, you are acting on them for enjoyment, right? I'll fulfill the desires, I'll enjoy. But what happens is you only create more desires, further desires. So, instead of gaining enjoyment, he says, you eat sin. The result is only more suffering, more sorrow. Because the mind is insatiable, can never be satisfied. The more you act on it, the more it generates. We were discussing another top executive in India, lady is a top corporate position in jail and being investigated now for see what happens is I was explaining the psychology we are discussing so these guys they are CEOs of big companies but they are not like so they are millionaires but they are not billionaires there is a complete difference for you a millionaire CEO is a great thing yeah. has no meaning at all because when you are in that level you transact, see, suppose you have 100 million. In fact, it happened to one guy here who was in jail, who came out of jail recently. So, there's an article, he had 100 million, but he's moving around with billionaires all the time. He wants that. And he did this insider trading, jail, and the lady, same thing is happening in India. All sorts of gotala, like they say, money coming here, there. Why? Come from such a small background and all, achieve such great uh, every household name. No, you cook for your own sake. You'll want, that fire will burn more till you destroy it. Eat sin. You can never enjoy. See, the mind is too agitated with the next acquisition. You can't enjoy whatever you have in life. It's not possible. So, the mental agitation coming from your selfish nature overshadows the possibility of enjoyment. So, you may have everything. I have got a nice house, but enjoyment is not. what he says. Fools build houses. The wise live in them. There's a saying. Uh, you must build a house and you must live in it. In the sense, you must enjoy what you have. So ask yourself, all of you, this is where Vedanta is asking to go inside, right? introspect. You worked, you slogged all your life for what? For enjoyment, right? So what is the level of your enjoyment? There is no 
quality control at all. See when a when a this um, product is taken out of the factory, there's a quality control, right? In the sense, what it was meant to be, is it what it is? You have to test. Similarly, you have to test your life, right? What you started out in life and where you are. What is the test? Have you ever thought about? It? Simply just living. And tomorrow I have a meeting. After that, I'll think about it. Day after I have this, you never think. It's a beautiful poetry, this is. But those sinners who cook for their own sake eat sin. So, this is the Rajasik. So, Vedanta is not saying you should not work, you should not produce. But why are you getting agitation in return? See, when you are saying about. You are asking how do you distinguish between duty and desire, right? An inability to perform duty, would that give agitation? <coughs> so, duty is by definition something you ought to do. What you ought to do is decided with your intellect. With reason and judgment, you decide what ought to be done in life. Desire by definition is what you want to do. So this is the entire tussle in life. What do I ought to do? What do I want to do? Right? Now you have a body. Your physical body is given to you by you don't know how, who, how, what. The purpose of this body is to help you evolve as a human being if you really analyze what life is about. Now, you want to eat all sorts of junk. Forget about spiritual growth, even for your day-to-day -day life. But you ought not to eat, right? Your intellect says, I ought to be eat healthy. So, how do you distinguish between duty and desire? So, what you want to do, is it what you ought to do? That's what you have to decide. So, so this conflict is there all the time. So, again, what you ought to do is decided with your intellect. If you don't do it, you will feel that sense of, especially if it's against your values. See, you, a simple thing like you overeat, you feel guilty because it was what you say, right? I ought not to have done it. That, that guilt comes. But most people, they camouflage their desires in the name of duty. So these fellows have a tremendous weakness for their children and family. My duty. Like one fellow said, I want to spend quality time with my children. I have to do it. I can't come for these lectures and all. So I asked his child, he wants to spend quality time with you. What's your idea of quality time when he's not around? Child saying in front of him. Your idea of quality time is to spend time with them. Their idea of quality time is when you're not around them. So, what is your duty? Leave them alone. That's your first duty. If you really care about them. So, you have your own desire to sit on their head morning, noon, night, crush them. And you call it your duty. First of all, you don't know what your duty is. It's all attachment. So, that's why when you develop an intellect, you're slowly able to distinguish what I ought to do, 
what I want to do. Two different things. You know, it's not that you should not do what you want to do. But it cannot be at the expense of what you ought to do. Then you are in trouble. See, you may want to eat junk food once in a while. Your intellect says, okay, once in a way it's okay. What's the big deal? It's not, it's not going against what, what you ought to do. All the time you're doing it. <coughs> then you feel, you see. Clear? In fact, I tell every parent, what you ought to do is learn this. If you want to raise your kids, you say, I can't come for these talks because of my kids. I'm saying you can't raise your kids if you don't understand this. Now, who, what will they follow? They just do what they want. Not that I want them to come or whatever. You don't understand. In fact, why you're born as a human being? The only purpose you are born as a human being is to realize the self. All other animals are born just to live out their life. The reason you are born as a human is to realize your real self, to gain enlightenment. Now, that's your supreme duty. Where does it come into your scheme of duty? Not known, forget about priority. You don't know what you are. Nobody does. You have to gain the knowledge for that. So, then he comes to the sattvic way of life. He says, the righteous who eat the remnants of sacrifice are freed from all sins. Now, what does this mean? Remnants of sacrifice. So, when you work in a spirit of sacrifice, what does he mean you eat the remnants of sacrifice? What that means is your focus is on the action, not on the fruit. See, it's a beautiful way of explaining that. So, since your focus is not on the fruit of action, whatever comes out of the action, you're happy with. The remnants, whatever remains after the sacrifice. See, it's uh, one of the most fascinating ways of putting it and it's the most important thing because now why do you work? Why does everybody work? Rajasic person works. Tamasic doesn't even want to work. They want something from nothing. Forget about that. Now we're talking about the Rajasic people who are working, who are putting in effort. But what's the reason for their effort? Huh? They want something for themselves. Selfish, correct. So, they don't really care about the work. It's something they have to do because they want something. And that's everybody's attitude. That's why you hate Monday morning. Hate, hate, hate. Tomorrow morning, all the fellow driving is like going to a funeral. <laughs> you see, you want philosophy, just go to the train station tomorrow morning. <laughs> Monday morning. Friday evening, you see, they're jumping in their seats also, they can't wait to. Why? Fruit. I hate this work, something I have to do. Oh God, let me get through the day. Because there's no, there's no enthusiasm, there's no inspiration to work. Fruit. So the sattvic people, 
since there is a higher purpose in the work sacrifice there's a inner enthusiasm to work there's a inspiration to work there's a initiative to work and when you have an initiative to work the work turns out beautiful incidentally you will gain far more right but your attitude is not what you're gaining your attitude is this ought to be done i will do it to the best of my capacity so whatever comes out of it you're happy actually where is the happiness in the performance of the work in doing the action so whatever you get out of the action is extra bonus and you will get because the action is done so well what else do you want in life is it they have and not only do you get peace and prosperity what is important here is the spiritual effect you are freed from all sins permanently because when you work for a higher purpose your lower desire itself drops off so that agitation you are dropped off permanently so you, you don't need that because internally itself that agitation is dropped off honestly you don't need why would you need a stimulant if you already stimulated it's like that so these people need all external sort of stimulants all the time end of the day you need a drink end of the week you need a weekend is a stimulant need something to get you moving and end of the year you need a, every six months vacation definitely other without that you can't handle it so in fact one couple was telling me they stopped going socially so they say every time we go only discussion is where you going on vacation whenever we are meeting anybody socially there nothing else to talk about i said poor thing what else you can talk a second tired of earning money after a while is boring money uh, children are gone what is other when they were kids you had something to talk about which college you are going oh mine went to this college you all went only to that that's the implication <laughs> so now nothing else to talk about vacation where you going so where to get to vacation because looking forward towards right looking forward so correct when the action itself entertains you this is what life is all about friend so when your work itself becomes the greatest pleasure you don't need to find other avenues now you need to escape from your work to find pleasure what a sad state which you don't understand what is everybody's concept of pleasure is getting away from their work no pleasure can give you greater pleasure than karyam karma karoti aha he who does what ought to be done that pleasure of doing what ought to be done is the greatest pleasure not only is it the greatest pleasure 
spiritually you are removing your desire you're moving up whatever you want that's what he said in the 10th verse it is the yagna which is the greatest gift which the creator gave humanity put in a very poetic way because no other creature in this universe can sacrifice their personal interest for a higher purpose then you may say then why isn't everybody sacrificing so you must ask that question even your questions i have to tell you what you should <laughs> if this is such a great way of life if this is a fantastic then why whole world is mad so because it takes time and effort to get into that frequency see the problem is since we have brought up with this extreme self centeredness so it's very difficult to change that frequency and selfishness does give an instant pleasure there is no question this takes time in fact in the beginning this is displeasurable to work in a spirit of service is not pleasurable in the beginning so nobody wants to do it. you rather just go for that instant pleasures in life and then pay the price so it's like a drug addict you know. impossible they just can't see anything beyond that instant gratification that instant relief they don't understand the devastation this is humanity now what do you do so just wait start learning this knowledge start internalizing it and as you start functioning in that spirit you find breathe an ethereal air hmm? so see in that poem lydomia protesilaus has died and he's come back to educate his wife it's all symbolic it means he's in heaven died means he has killed his ego and selfishness it's all symbolic how wordsworth is explaining it so how they put it it is died in the battle he's gone to heaven and lydomia his wife is terribly attached so she is suffering because he's not there so lydomia represents a person on earth means a person who's selfish desired in activity was suffering so here is a person who's come out of that and is trying to educate her but she can't understand she doesn't understand what he's talking he says climbs where the sun who sheds the brightest day earth known is all unworthy to survey the way he puts it in that poem is just unbelievable he says i am in a climate where the sun shines far brighter once you know that this earth is all unworthy to survey what is there here nothing she thinking she is looking at him and she says you keep your heaven yeah let me keep my earth <laughs> that's what this is the spiritual transaction going on you keep your knowledge my money my family my house my car also have hmm? you can't see beyond that because it takes time so you all have to be patient uh, patient in the sense not one day it will come you have to put in the effort study every morning reflect on these truths 
those who eat the remnants of sacrifice. Remember that. Not what I'm getting out of the action. The action, whatever remains after the action, I'm okay with it. In the Bhajagavindam also he says, right? Vittam tena vinodaya chittam. Vinoda, vinod means to satisfy. Chittam, your mind. Vittam, wealth. So, whatever wealth comes out of your actions, you're satisfied. The focus is not on what comes out. Anything is okay. And it will be the best you can do in any case because you're doing the action properly. So, whenever you find yourself moving to the thought of the fruit, bring it back to the action. This is the spiritual practice. Let me try and serve to the best of my ability. My organization, my company. Forget about what comes out. Three. Clear? Thank you, Gautamji. Today we learned that only the sattvic person is able to find true enjoyment and happiness in this world by acting with a true spirit of yajna. For more information on our live weekly lectures on the Gita and Vedanta, please visit our website, vedantausa.org.